hot mess mamas. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day, drown in laundry, and put yourself last. I know what it feels like to look at the Pinterest moms and the perfect feeds and feel inadequate. But I want you to know that you don't have to feel that way because motherhood isn't perfect. It's beautifully imperfect. I'm here to help you let go of the stress of making motherhood something it's not meant to be for you and creating a super vibrant side to motherhood that fuels your heart and empowers your kids but makes it more productive and effective for you. Hi, I'm Michelle Bird, and I'm here to walk you through simple, practical hacks that are going to make your life much easier and create more time and space for what actually matters. Fun! Fun forever memories with your kids. So hand out those afternoon snacks and toss in a load of laundry. Who are we kidding? Let's dig in. Hey friends, I am so excited to welcome one of my sweet friends, Heidi Bram. Her podcast is so amazing. She is another podcaster who I have been able to meet and connect with. Her podcast is called Covered Beloved, and it is just incredible. So today we're going to connect with Heidi and talk about all things. Heidi is an amazing mom to four girls, Jesus lover, and she is married to her high school sweetheart, Ben. They have been together for 23 years, and she is an amazing host to the Covered Beloved podcast. I love her zest for God. And I just feel so much peace when I am talking to her. So I know you will love connecting with her. She is amazing. So without further ado, here we go. We're going to jump in to connecting some with Heidi and talking through faith and her faith-led journey. Heidi, where does your faith journey begin? Hi, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast, first of all. I love your energy, and it just always gives me a little bit of boost when I hear your voice. So thank you for having me. My faith journey begins when, well, we were raised Lutheran. So we did go to church, went through confirmation, all of that. And it was during that time that the seeds were planted for faith, but we actually stopped going to church just after confirmation. So this was between eighth and ninth grade and didn't really go much after that. And so it wasn't until I was a young adult, this was maybe 2009, 2010, that a friend introduced me to Jesus, like for real. (laughs) Um, She was my acupuncturist at the time and we just were having a conversation and she asked me if I knew Jesus and I said, yeah. And she's like, but do you know him? I was like, oh no, not really. I don't really have a relationship with him. And so she had given me this letter and you can actually find it online. It's called, I think the letter from the father. And it was just, I know all the hairs on your head. I have all these plans for you to prosper you, not to harm you. And just this beautiful love letter. And I couldn't read it at the time. I actually had to fold it up and put it in my purse. Cause I knew if I tried to read it, I would just cry and not even get through it. But that was the beginning I would say of my born again journey and have just been going deeper and deeper every year ever since. 
Oh, I love that. That is just incredible that God met you there through that friend and that you were able to connect. God does send us such wonderful love letters with the creation that he has created all over for us to enjoy. How did you hear God's voice for yourself and your family? That is something that I'm super excited about. I'm actually super passionate about being able to hear God's voice, not only for myself, but for others. It's something we're training our seven-year-old in right now. There's a wonderful book called Eyes That See and Ears That Hear, written by Jennifer Toledo. And it's actually a six-week curriculum. We use it in our homeschool with her, but God speaks in so many different ways. It's something that he does through the Holy Spirit. And so you might get images in your mind. So we all have this image center in our mind that's like a little TV screen. We can see pictures, we can see clips that almost look like movies, and sometimes when we see those, they're not necessarily in plain sight. Now, sometimes they need to be interpreted, but that's one way that you can hear God for yourself. Other things might be repetition of things, like you keep seeing the same animal in nature. One time I was seeing a lot of eagles. I'm like, that's really interesting because I feel really drawn to this verse in Isaiah that talks about eagles. And so I had to dig and look at what do eagles do for their nesting? How do they fly? And so it really got me looking into eagles and how God was trying to speak to me through eagles. So that's one thing versus you might get an instant impression of a verse that you should look up that just is perfect for you to connect with in that moment. It might be this thought. You might have a thought that comes to your mind that it's like, how do I know if it's God's? or if it's me, and usually our thoughts are more problem-oriented, whereas God's thoughts are more solution-oriented. And so it might be a thought impression. It could be just a word of knowledge, something that you wouldn't have been able to know on your own or otherwise. It could be a feeling like in your heart, like you're just a sensing or a knowing. Those are different ways that I can hear God's voice, but really anybody that has the Holy Spirit has the ability to hear from God. I love that. He just talks on our heart, right? And gives Mm -hmm. us, as you said, those images of him and his creation. You're so right that we have those images in our head all the time of different things that he is bringing to mind. And that's so encouraging. I love that. How do you encourage your children to walk with the Lord? I know sometimes that's so difficult, them being kids and connecting with them on that level. We have sort of a split family, not in the traditional sense of different family and marriages, but we have a set of older girls who are almost 18 and almost 16, and then our younger set who are seven and four. And so we didn't really know Christ when we had our older two. And so it's a little bit different the way we parent and encourage them in in their walk with the Lord. It's a little bit different with our teenagers. But so I'll just speak to maybe more of the listeners to your podcast in school-age children. Our seven-year-old is the one that we're training up the most right now in her spiritual walk with the Lord. And so it's just asking her, what do you hear God saying about that? What are you seeing right now? Are you sensing anything right now? And so just asking her those prompting questions. If she has a problem or an issue or a concern or a fear, we bring that to the Lord together. And so we ask Holy Spirit, or we can bring Jesus into the room, right? We can just be laying there. I have her close her eyes and we start off with appreciation. What are we grateful for? What do we be thankful for? What do we appreciate? And that kind of puts us in this position to receive easier from the Lord and what we're hearing. And so before we're opening up that fear, 
<laughs> that question, that concern, we're putting ourselves in a position to receive in gratitude and appreciation. And so then I'll just have her with her eyes closed, ask if she can sense Jesus anywhere in the room. And usually she can see where he is, what his demeanor is towards her and what he wants to say to her. And usually when I start this process with her, it's what lie am I believing? And so she'll ask Jesus, what lie am I believing? And she'll get the answer. And then it's, okay, Jesus, what what is the truth you want me to believe about this situation? And we've actually been able to do some really powerful inner healing with her. One time we went to California on your side of the United States there. And we left her with a good friend. She's a good mom friend and she has children of her own. And I felt completely safe leaving my daughter with her. And she was four at the time. But my daughter didn't really understand that we weren't coming back that night. And so she wouldn't eat supper there. She actually wouldn't eat for three days. So we left on a Sunday and then by Wednesday, she still hadn't eaten anything. She had just stressed herself out so much and tried to control the situation that that was how she was choosing to control it was through restricting food. And she had thrown up. My friend thought she was sick until she's like, oh, I think she's doing this to herself. And so we had to have our childcare provider go drive to my friend's house, pick my daughter up. And so she stayed with her between my husband's parents and our child care provider, they took care of her the rest of the week until we got back. But that stuck with her, that trauma, that fear of us, her parents not coming back stuck with her. She had to carry her lunch with her when she would go to daycare. She took her food with and that, that carried on for about six to eight months. And she was okay not bringing her own food, but she couldn't do sleepovers. She would get super afraid that we weren't coming back and she would get stomach issues, feel sick again. And it was all a physical manifestation of her emotional trauma from when we had gone. That was something recently in the last month or two that we did this inner healing process with her and just walking her through, okay, what lie did I believe? And so she was able to get the lie and the truth that Jesus wanted her to replace the lie. And then I also ask at the end, like, Jesus, is there any gift that you want to give to my daughter throughout this process? Because God is the God of redemption, right? He wants to restore things. He wants to redeem things. And so he wants to give a bigger gift than what we're giving as far as releasing whatever we need to release over to him. It's just been a beautiful process to be able to walk out with her. And currently I'm training in prophetic heart healing so I can do sessions like this on a more professional level with other people. So she's my guinea pig that I practice on a lot. <laughs> That is incredible. And I can see how that would manifest our fears of you being gone and not knowing exactly how things were going to turn out and later having that manifest. Wow. I just love the fact that you were talking about your ability to have them close their eyes and just connect. I think a lot of times as Adults as moms, we're so busy throughout the day that it's hard to slow down and really connect. So I love that, that you're able to teach your kids to take a moment and slow down and close their eyes and connect with Jesus and connect with what he wants to speak to your heart and just to be quiet before him. That's incredible. Oh, how do you cultivate an atmosphere of heaven in your home as a mom of four while homeschooling and running a business from home? Because you are quite amazing at doing all these things. Oh, thank you. Yeah, some days are better than others, but there is a lot on your plate as a homeschooling mom running a business from home. And so I would say, well, first of all, I do have childcare two days a week. So I do get at least two days where I'm like, okay, this is my deep focus work that I'm doing at these times. But on the rest of the days, they're home. We homeschool our younger two. And so right away in the morning, 
I like to set the tone, my absolute favorite way to pull in and cultivate that atmosphere of heaven is through worship music. Worship music is just the music that I feel connected to God, where if I'm listening to a song and I feel the Holy Spirit, like the presence of the Holy Spirit come on, and usually I can see the goosebumps or I'll get chills up my spine. That's one that I know that God's trying to speak to me through that song. And so I'll add it to my playlist. So that's probably my absolute favorite way is right away in the morning, just having that worship music playing, not opening my phone and going to the world, but just opening my heart to the Lord first. And that music is playing while my children are in that area of my home as well. We also like to say declarations, and we're working on this. We're not always perfect at doing this every morning before starting their homeschooling, but it's declaring that I'm ready to receive. I'm ready to learn. It's inviting Holy Spirit into the atmosphere in that space to help guide us and support us and teach us. I notice we have better days, better homeschooling, and make more progress when we start our day with those two things. I love that. We do that a little bit. I've started praying with the boys before I drop them off at school. Just quick, like about two minutes. And sometimes they pray the same thing over and over again every day. But they've started to branch out and really take that moment to connect with God before they start their day. That is huge. We love doing worship music as well. I find that on stressful times during the day, that it's best to play because it's really hard to be angry while you're listening to worship music. Hey mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you, a connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. Want more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. How does holistic living and essentials oils play into a healthy, clean home? I am so excited to learn more about healthy essential oils and all those things. I have not delved into that whole realm. So tell us more about all that. Thank you. Yeah, I am about a decade into my natural health journey with essential oils. I love helping other moms learn how to take better care of themselves naturally. When I was a young mom, I was stressed out and overwhelmed. I would suffer panic attacks on a daily basis, and I didn't know what they were. It was just very suffocating, and it felt really hard to breathe. With changes in my diet, handling nutritional deficiencies, ridding my home of toxins, man, there's this statistic there's 80 some thousand chemicals used in a very, 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 very low percentage are tested for safety. And many of them aren't even tested at all. And so when we look at what's in our cleaners, even green, quote unquote, green cleaners, a lot of times, yeah, they might be biodegradable ingredients, but they're still not good for us to be taking in. And so looking at ridding your home of toxins and using more natural items like essential oils, but also supporting my body and my emotions with essential oils, help my kids get their nice mom back. And so I'm super passionate about empowering families to just have more general health and wellness care in their homes that's natural. And there are a lot of different quality of essential oils out there. Some of them are more in the candle fragrance category, actually about 80 
to 90% of the oils on the shelf are in that category. They're not really designed for medicinal purposes to actually get a medicinal benefit from it. And so you do have to look at your quality of essential oil and the results you're looking for. But just creating a clean living space. We do a lot of DIYs. We can clean most anything in our home with just vinegar, lemon essential oil, and baking soda. We've ditched a lot of the expensive green natural cleaners, so to speak, and just make our own because then I know what's in them. And my kids can clean right next to me and they don't have to worry about breathing anything in. I used to clean at a camp and my lungs would start to close off. I could tell it was affecting my respiratory system. And a lot of times we don't even realize as parents that what we're using is affecting our children. And since they're the smallest, (laughs) they have the smallest surface area, they're gonna be affected more. There's another stat that over 100,000 children under the age of six are sickened by household cleaners each year. So it's a very powerful place to start, just ditching your toxins in your cleaners. That is incredible. And just the um, amount of hazardous chemicals and cleaners that are in things that we connect with all day in our house. And as you said, our kids can be right next to us in cleaning and we're not even noticing, or maybe it doesn't affect us, but it is affecting them. So I just love that. What are three simple steps that moms can take to get started creating a more holistic home? I would say number one, which I already said, just ditch the toxins in your cleaners. (laughs) You can actually boost your immune system by getting rid of the toxic products in your home, but also using those medicinal quality essential oils, you're breathing those in. So if you're using lemon oil to clean your dishwasher or clean your toilet, you're actually breathing in those small aromatic molecules and you're boosting your own immune system by doing that just because of the compounds that are in there. We like to use tea tree oil when we clean our toilets as well or in the laundry. And so that has antibacterial, antifungal, antiviral effects. You can just by cleaning and diffusing, breathing in those essential oils, you're going to be able to create a more holistic space in your home. Number two would be to eat whole foods close to nature. It's often like, well, that cuts out a lot of what's in the grocer, right? They say shop the perimeter because that's where all the whole foods are. But that's where you're going to find the most nutrient-dense food to balance blood sugar, handle mood swings, cravings, and just keep you feeling satisfied is focusing on whole foods. Obviously, organic is going to give you more bang for your buck when it comes to nutrition, but locally grown food is great too. And this is a phenomenal time of year for us in the Northwoods because we get to go to the farmer's markets. I also like to take a whole food-based vitamin, mineral, and omega supplement that's infused with essential oils because A lot of the supplements on the market are synthetic or petroleum-based, and they just make really expensive pee. And so even if I were to aim for the 9 to 12 servings of fruits and vegetables on a daily basis to get my nutrients, our soils are so deprived of nutrients, and so I have to supplement to get that in my body. So whole foods would be number two. And then number three would be just making over your medicine cabinet, looking at what can you swap out in your medicine cabinet for, I would say, essential oils because they're pure, right? When you have a verified and tested pure essential oil, that's powerful plant medicine and they would be 100% natural, safe for all ages. We would just dilute and use less for children, but they're incredibly cost effective. For example, if your child had an ear infection to go to the doctor, get a prescription, whatever money you lost in work income, having antibiotics, I'm not saying all antibiotics are bad, but that does a lot of damage to the gut that you're going to have to then repair. So you look at the cost of that 
traditional route, right? Maybe let's just say $200 versus three drops of tea tree oil, basil, and lavender is about 81 cents. It's very cost effective to handle things naturally at home. And so those would be my top three things, ditching the toxins, focusing on whole foods, and then cleaning out and making over your medicine cabinet. Those are great tips. We get spoiled here in California because we have farmer's markets every weekend (laughs) because the summer and the weather is just great. So that is one thing that I think a lot of people can benefit from is definitely eating a more whole food diet and as close to food as you can get versus, as you were saying, the processed food at the grocery store or whatever. And it's so expensive. You can just skip the whole aisle, the whole section. You don't need it. You mentioned that you work in prophetic heart healing. How did that really come about? How does that play into being a faith-fueled, empowered mama? I was, let's see, this is about 2018 that I I was part of a kingdom entrepreneur community and they offered heart healing or inner healing is what most people would recognize that term to be. And so I did a couple sessions and it was super powerful and impactful when I worked at a nutrition and chiropractic clinic when I was first introduced to oils. This is about 2011. I could do only so much nutrition wise. And then my nutritionist was like, you have an emotional block. You're emotionally blocked. And I'm just like, what does this mean? (laughs) How do I get rid of it? And so I had kind of been on this journey of, okay, I can only go so far nutritionally. And then I'm going to keep blocking myself because there's unhealed emotional hurts or emotional wounds in my soul that are keeping me stuck. How do I deal with this? How do I get over this? Inner healing was brought into my world in 2018. And recently I saw the same person I was working with in inner healing sessions. She's now offering prophetic heart healing training, and she's been in the inner healing space for a really long time. She said something to me that was profound, that broken people break people and healed people heal people. And I just think it's so true. If we don't want to pass on patterns to our children, God is a generational God. And so if we choose not to stand in the gap and heal those emotional wounds, they're going to get passed on to our children, and they're going to have to deal with the same thing, likely, right? Prophetic heart healing, that's kind of how it came about. And then how it plays into being a faith-fueled, empowered mama is God wants us healthy and whole. He wants the whole heart getting to participate in that full resurrection work of Christ on the cross. And so if we have any self-doubt or emotional blocks or anything like that, it holds us back. It, It keeps us from seeing that success in our lives, whether it be as a mom or an entrepreneur. It says that we're not in alignment with the truth of who God says we are because we have these internal manifestations that can show up in a variety of ways, whether it be sadness or depression or anger, fear, anxiety, or unforgiveness. I call these reactive behaviors. So if we're acting out in this way, this reactive way versus responding, can we respond from a position of peace, joy, love, faithfulness, right? All the fruits of the spirit. It's how we're responding. That is just really how we can be more empowered as a faith-fueled mom is partnering with Holy Spirit to renew our minds and step into breakthrough and freedom so we can love the Lord with our whole hearts, soul, strength, and mind. So true. I love that. Oh, it's just a breath of fresh air the fact that you are such an amazing God-led mama and that you have been walking in faith and have sought out these new ways of holistic healing and prophetic heart healing and just how amazing. Where can people find you if they would like to connect with you or find out more about essential oils and all the things? 
Yeah, that's a great question. My podcast is Covered Beloved. So Covered Beloved on iTunes, you can listen and connect with me there. Also my website, Heidi Brom. So it's B-R-A-M-M, two M's as in Mary, HeidiBrom.com. I am on Instagram at Heidi Brom, although I'm not super active there, but I have freebies on my website. You can go there. You can get your beginner's guide to a more holistic home with those top three tips fleshed out a little bit more. And then I also have a free essential oils made easy virtual workshop that's designed for people just starting to explore the potential of essential oils for health and wellness. And so you can opt in there and choose to get free samples and then you get access to my workshop. I love it. I need to hop in there. One other quick question before you go, what do you have planned for the rest of 2021 and what is coming up for you? I would love to focus more on the prophetic heart healing sessions. I'm actually working through my mentorship hours right now, and I offered 24 free sessions. I have about half of those left. So if anybody's interested in booking a prophetic heart healing session, we usually allow about an hour for that. And so you can just email me at support at coverbeloved.com. Just getting more people in alignment with the fullness of life that Jesus has for them. That's kind of my main focus for the rest of the year. Oh, I love it. I love it. What an amazing focus. Well, thank you so much for hopping on the podcast. And we are excited to connect with you and be able to bring some mamas some hope and healing. So thank you so much and have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much, Michelle. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review, post a screenshot in your Instagram stories, and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me, and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!